to episode 54 of the Sounds of Stadia podcast. You're joining myself, Chris, one of your hosts this week, alongside the techie teacher himself, the man in the purple cube, Mr. Tom. Still not able to shake this illness, but mustering up the energy to be here. He's with <laughs> us anyway. after week. <laughs> He'll fight through in his incubated isolation cube. And right below him, the man of many pixels, the man who thinks he's better than the edge from you to himself, Mr. Richie. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting wow, that one, were you? That yeah. was not. <laughs> You're not expecting that one. Uh, we're going to call Richie the Edge from now on. I, um, <laughs> I'm not better than the Edge, to be clear. Slashes. Just to be clear. Okay, okay. So he's throwing, <laughs> throwing some stuff out there already, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome yeah. to, as I mentioned, the Sounds of Stadia podcast. Uh, we bring you a condensed podcast weekly news focused around gaming and Stadia. We've got a great show lined up for you this week. We're going to talk about our new pro games for October that were recently announced last Tuesday. We've got a hell of a list, guys, to work through. Um, we've also got uh, some information about Stadia features like CrowdChoice going live. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we've got some big news from Google where they announced some new up-and-coming products uh, from their, their home range and uh, their Nest range and their Pixel range and uh, Stadia range, maybe? Yes, no? Uh, other we'll, ranges. Uh, other ranges. We'll get into all of that. But I um, just wanted to start this week off, gentlemen, by uh, just running through some brief housekeeping. So we had we had quite a busy week um, last week. Um, we recorded our podcast live uh, as part of the did. Sound of City celebration. We had our wonderful winners out there. Congratulations to Barry uh, and the other two gentlemen who won the uh, US... Was it both US dollars we gave out, Tom? Uh, no, one was US, one was UK. So that's a shout out to Lord Vivek on Twitter. A great name. Great name, yeah. first of all. Um, and secondly, it was uh, Anders D, who is a fan from Yorkshire. Yorkshire with his pudding. Yorkshire. Yeah. And his, tea. Uh, and his tea. Yeah, Sean Bean. <laughs> Sean Bean from Sheffield. Um, but yeah. yeah, so we had a busy week. Um, Tom, you've obviously still not recovered from that week. No. 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 And, I'm still, um, still, still the lurgy, still the hangover. Still the lurgy. <laughs> but, uh, but we had a fantastic time. And for those of you who are new to the show, go back and check that out. We did a full 15 hours plus of content last, uh, last week in terms um, of celebrating Stadia and gaming and ourselves. And uh, we wouldn't be here for you wonderful people out there as well. So massive shout out as well to some of our new patrons. We've got Kumna on board and uh, Dave himself. So thank you, gentlemen, uh, throwing us those extra couple of quid over there. Really does help us out and encourage us to make better content for you. And don't forget, if you are a Patreon member, you do get our exclusive post show uh, a whole five days earlier than the general public as well. So don't forget, there are some extra perks like Discord chat and private game sessions with us as well. So if you're interested in that, you want to play along with us, uh, reach out, get in touch, patreon.com forward slash sounds of stadia. But before we get into all the important news this week, uh, we just want to do some brief housekeeping. We've been quite busy ourselves uh, (laughs) in terms of pushing content for you lovely, lovely people out there. Uh, out the door. Uh, I think to start off with, we, I personally got back on some Monster Boy action. Uh, Tommy, you abandoned me this week. I did. And I had yeah. to go back all on my lonesome. You left me in a prison as well. Of all the places to leave <laughs> me, you left me in a prison with an owl. You shouldn't have uh, got caught, Chris. You shouldn't have got caught. You, I couldn't help it. Tom led me down the path to being caught. I mean, it was it, all a this ruse. is what usually happens in when it gets to like October time, Halloween, doesn't it? There's usually some sort of abandonment issues going on there. There's people, people being left by themselves. They always say never split up the group. Unfortunately, we split up the group. We split so. up the group as well. But uh, yeah, we got some great action uh, going on with Monster Boy on there. Had a, another interesting episode. I went to a graveyard, gentlemen. Mm. Graveyard. And um, aside from that, Tom, you checked out Risk of Rain 2. I did. You know, tell I us did a have a great bit time about with your, that. your first experience with that because that dropped on uh, the day before that the pro games, was, right? Was uh, that yeah? So Risk of Rain two came out on the twin on the thirtieth of September, 
literally right before it might have even been the 29th actually and i'll have to double check that um but yeah, I jumped into that, did some recording, got a, got a good solid hour hour plus of gameplay there, including the new level, Sundered Grove, that is currently timed exclusive to Google Stadia. So go check that out if you want to see that, even if you're just a Risk of Rain fan and haven't had the opportunity to check it out yet on Stadia, definitely give it a look. And uh, there's a little link underneath to skip you directly to the timestamp for that point too, if you want to see that. But great game, loving it. I'm sitting down and, you know, blasting through a couple of rounds every day so far, because it's just something that I'm finding is 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 really enjoyable. Interesting, yeah. So if you're interested mm-hmm. in Risk of Rain 2, uh, I, I hope it's not kind of swept under the rug a little bit by the pro games are launching because it, even just personally myself, having six games free immediately the day after it launches does make you question whether you want to spend money on a game yeah. when you've got such a it's kind tricky. of smorgasbord of games. And uh, I wonder if I think sometimes they, look at. it's questionable, that, isn't it, when the, launch, when the games are launched, just yeah. on that basis. That's it for me. It's a sort of game, if it came out in quite a quiet period... Hmm. I'll be I'll be more tempted to buy, but at the moment it was it's just kind of okay. Here's another game. If it was on, if it was a pro game, I would have definitely played this. Yeah. But I'm saving my pennies for some bigger titles coming up. Saving them oh, yeah. pennies, saving them cents. And uh, yeah, we both had a busy week as well on Thursday. We dropped in and played some Dead by Daylight using CrowdChoice, but we're going to talk about that later on because it does form part of our weekly news. But uh, we jumped in with the community. Uh, all the wonderful people out there stopped by and checked us out, basically kill each other and find out that both myself and Tom go quite maniacal when we're given uh, power to kill people. <laughs> for, uh, I haven't will. slept since haven't slept since the, the fear the fear is real um, but yeah thank you for everyone for stopping by for that so we've had a busy week and as i mentioned we've got a great show lined up for you so without further delay tom would you like to introduce us to absolutely the super sexy special stadia story segment aka the, the news. news the news, the news uh, again following on from last week too you know we still got this partnership with stadia source so big shout out to them as well stadiasource.com are our sponsors our affiliates over there the number one source for stadia news and reviews so go check them out so to start things off then kick things off this week with the news as as we mentioned we had uh six pro games drop on us this week um they it felt like they were leaving it down to the wire but we've got to remember these drops always kind of go in tandem with the way the calendar works i've seen a few people Getting a bit antsy thinking we're nearly at the end of September here. When are they going to announce them? And uh, yeah, it kind of just is the last Tuesday before the first of the following month. And uh, yeah, the game's got all dropped in thick and fast, mind. Um, I think we need to start off with probably... um, I probably want to say my top pick of the bunch, which is Celeste. Um, Mm. So I'd like like to throw either of you two gentlemen jumped into Celeste yet and have had a play around with it. I actually bought Celeste when they first released it on the platform. So I'm, I'm, it honestly, I'm, I'm not too fussed by it because of the fact that Celeste is such a damn good indie title. Like if you haven't had the chance to play Celeste yet, don't you know you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. Try so, it, especially I'm now that it's too free. Fussed about it because it's an awesome game. No, I'm That's not too I'm fussed <laughs> about the fact that I bought it. Oh, is what okay, I'm saying. Okay. The yeah. fact that you know that I purchased it rather than it coming out on Pro. Yeah. That's what I meant by that. that Sorry for confusion. Sense, yeah. Yeah, no, Celeste is a damn good um, indie game and it's it's absolutely well worth checking out. The story is top tier. Like just, if you're the kind of person who judges games based on their appearance at a surface level and just look at the 2D art and go, oh, I'm not really interested in pixel games. Scrap that, give it a shot because the story is absolutely worth it. It's so, so good. Yeah, I think yeah, the, it, the... it. Sorry, go on, Richie. It's one that I definitely need to jump into. I actually... I didn't buy it when it came out because I was hoping it might come out as a pro game and I already have it on Switch. So yeah. I was like, 
I can't really justify the pers- their purchase, even though it's an awesome game. I want to support the developers when I already own the game. Okay. But I'm definitely going to jump back in now. It's on um, Stadia. Yeah, so you, you said there, Tom, in regards to um, purchasing it already. This is still a problem, in my opinion, that pro games are doing. They're still... like I know, Richie, you didn't get it because you had it on yeah. um, Nintendo Switch already. I didn't personally have yeah. it. It's been it's one that's been on my radar since it was... Uh, since it first came out on other consoles and platforms, and it won all like the Game of the Year plaudits and such, yeah. uh, rightly so. But I've been holding off because of the price. The price point it was at uh, several weeks ago did make me feel like it may be a pro game. And, and here we are. And there's another game on this list as well, which was also released not too long ago, which I believe Tom you bought as well. So I also bought it. Yes, it, it's back to this. <laughs> it's great we get these games, but does something need to be done about? these games going free to pro because i know everyone always sometimes compares it to well it happens on playstation plus and it happens with games of gold but celeste on playstation plus was it's already been out for over a year so it's not the same it's whereas on stadia we're getting them and then we're talking mere weeks before they're being given for free so i I still think this is a problem kind of but the problem i think will resolve itself as we get more games on the platform Mm -hmm. it seems more of a problem now because it's a sm- much smaller sample size. Yeah. The one where I do say there's definite problem is where it's literally a game comes out, then the next month it goes on pro. Celeste, we had it for a couple of months. Yeah, we? I do think it's, it's inevitable. We did. Yeah. yeah. I do think it's inevitable that we get to a point where games that are on the platform already are going to become pro games. Like it happens with other platforms already. The amount of games that have now come out on PS Plus that I already own physical copies of, mm. you know, you see you see that happen and then suddenly you go to your local like game store or CEX in the UK and you suddenly see like a massive collection of all the physical copies because all of a sudden people have got the game for free. It's going to happen. Yeah. I think um, what Google Stadia is doing quite well for me at the moment is sort of changing my mentality about how I think about spending my money when it comes to games and rather than me buying titles that i want to play i'm now buying titles to support the developers instead because i want to see growth for that kind of um, game Mm. on the platform or titles by that company that i'm more willing to invest in those it's like um i've been quite vocal lately about jedi fallen order and not to get too far off the topic but you know, I already own that. And we I've said before on the episode, when it comes to Stadia, I'm gonna buy it again because I want to see more in, like, I want to see more Star Wars titles on the platform. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see more respawn games on the platform, and I'd like EA to show more support for the platform too. So I'm gonna have to pay out for it, but I'm happy to do that because it's a great game. And the same thing rolls out with these indie titles right here. I just feel the same way. I think a lot of it is it comes down to how much spare money you have, really. Um I'd love to support developers more than i do in the similar sort of way but i have less spare income so i t- tend to buy i have no problems buying a game then like six months later it comes out as a pro game because chances are in that six months i've already played everything i wanted to of the game mm-hmm. the only time i have issue is when it is literally he's a cool looking game i'm really interested in buy it and then next and like a couple of weeks later it's like now free as part of my pro subscription yeah. that's Happened less. It seems to be happening less, and I think that problem will go away. But it is, I think, it is that timeline as well. It's a combination of how you see it is your own personal financial situation and the timeline. Yeah, between releasing the Pro to the individual. Um, but I, for one, yeah. can't wait to play Celeste. Like I said, it's been on my radar for quite some time. 
Um, I haven't been getting. I haven't got around to it this weekend purely because I've got Crash Bandicoot Four and uh, Star Wars Squadrons, which unfortunately both aren't on Stadia, but they're both right in my wheelhouse of things. And like you said, Tom, in terms of supporting EA titles, I would love to see Squadrons move over to Stadia because it's a it's a great game, and I'm having an absolute uh, blast of a time with it. Um, no pun intended. But uh, I will get to uh, <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> I will be getting around to it uh, soon enough. So Celeste, game of the year. Uh, contender for uh, well not this year but it was won loads of game of the years last year yes. so that was just one yeah. of our six titles so next up as well uh, we have Human Fall Flat uh, for those who haven't seen Human Fall Flat it's basically you are a bunch of little Play-Doh people and you have to solve puzzles um, get through things like castle gates catapults ski lifts um, and basically navigate from yeah. point A to point B the finish line uh, with a team of other Play-Doh people and uh, it's just crazy. If anyone's played like Octodad or Gang Beast, it's in a similar vein to those type of games, but it's nonsensical. For it's chaotic. Have. It is yeah, chaotic, yeah. definitely. Um, either of you two jumped in and played this yet? I haven't played it myself yet, but I did check out our friends over at Stadia Source as well as part of their stream have, have played, showcased a little bit of it there. Um, I would do want to give a shout out to the game at this point, though, to, to point out that actually on Stadia you actually have up to 16 people can play in a single lobby, whereas on other platforms you can only have up to eight. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. See, I haven't jumped in because I More assume chance. that at some point we'll be um, playing it on our first night streams. I would have thought so, yeah. It's definitely oh, something yeah. that lends itself yeah. to us three attempting yeah. to create some form of uh, agreed plan and, and I mean, uh, make yeah. it through. With up to 16, well, I want to yeah. see Patreons and community folk in there as well, because well, it would well, be absolutely it. like, insane. It's one of them games I could jump in, play a bit on my own, and go, yeah, this definitely needs multi- multiplayer. Yeah. So I'm going to wait until we're playing multiplayer. Yeah, it's a nice little indie time. It looks like they have added a lot yeah. to it in the last year or so. I remember playing it when it came out back on PlayStation, and it was mm-hmm. great, but it was very almost barren I know that's the art style they're going for but it does look yeah. through the through the Stadia trailer they've added a lot of colour and customization and characterization onto it as well which should be fun for us all to get in and create our own little Play-Doh people and uh, we'll go crazy and have some fun of that uh, next game up I'll throw it over back to you Tom because I know you for one have purchased and played <laughs> this game uh, another yep. one that's dropped this week is uh, you can say it I want to say it's H- Houghton is there a no it's, it's Yoten which one yeah. is there another um, one so another title over by the guys who um, who also created Spirit Spiritfarer and Sundered Sundered we had those originally oh, yeah, yeah. Um, fantastic art style really detailed storytelling once again which is you know a success of a lot of these indie titles um set in sort of like mythical nord viking mythology you know i love this sort of stuff i eat it up um it's again it's a great game it's it's probably not as highly rated as something like celeste but again it is something that people should spend you know give it at least 30 minutes of your time and see how you enjoy it Mm. nice little roaming adventure yeah this this was one that I looked at buying when it came out initially but then I think we've got some more titles or something distracting me away from purchasing it and again it's kind of back to that I wonder if there's that little voice in, in the back of my mind saying it probably might be a pro game because it how much was it was it 14, 15 give or take Oh, you're on mute. You've gone mutely. You've gone mutely on us. Sorry. Yeah, it was around twelve ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. Sorry, I keep trying to mute all my coughs, so I'm getting the habit of <laughs> you're pushing doing a good job. Go you're doing a good job. But uh, yeah, I think it's one of those tiles where when it dropped at that price, I wanted to play it because of the whole Norse thing and like you, Tom. I'm really, really into that whole mythology. But part of me in that price, I think, did say <laughs> just just hang fire, Chris. Just hold off a little bit because it may. If you're not in a rush to play it, it may well drop into that pro subscription and. 
I've benefited from yeah. not buying it. So I'm sure yeah, that's right. That was my like exact men- same mentality mm-hmm. for that game. It's like he's a cool looking game that I want to play, but I don't have time to play now. And it's, it just feels like this will be a pro game in the future. So hold on. I mean, if we're if so we're ready by if we're going by that sort of mentality and looking at prices for future pro games, then it doesn't surprise me that Risk of Rain two may eventually go to the same thing. Yeah, there's quite a few. We'll see. It's an interesting one with a yeah. pro because do we get? We haven't had any obviously big like. Well, to be fair, there's not as many AAA games, but could you see something like Jedi Fallen Order landing on that? Or is that too much to ask Ooh. from EA? I, don't I think, think it's too much to ask for me. Yeah. yeah. Do you think there's ever a yeah. point we get a launch game as a pro, or is that too much to ask? I think I think it it depends on what happens with cash behind the scenes for Google, really, doesn't it? We know we know Stadia has its own budget separate to mm. Google, um, so it depends what happens there, really. But I, I don't I don't think it's likely to happen. I think the month when we do get a triple A game as a pro game. We won't see six titles. It'll be far yeah, less. Like balance the books a little bit with that. Yeah, I could see two. something akin to like a Destiny being it, where there's in- lots of potential for in-game purchases. So like mm. the the developers looking at it and going, yeah, we'll give this game yeah. out for free in the first month to get to get that player base in. Mm. But Maybe we're like going to make our money elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm not. I wouldn't expect it from an EA. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of longer yeah, games. never shown inclination to do that sort of yeah. deal. So. There are there are some games. I mean, I could imagine yeah. something like Rainbow Six Siege would probably benefit more. So, yeah, because again, it's practically free to play everywhere else at this point. Yeah, Siege know? Siege is moving to a free to play model anyway. Game mm. as a service, as we've talked about before, so that could be something that you could get. Um, similar to Dead by Daylight, where you get it with maybe like some of the operator packs or something as part of Pro. That'd yeah. be pretty cool to see. Yeah, because yeah. you've got Dead by Daylight and you've bought the the hunt the killer packs already, so they're, that's they're yes. monetizing a, a Pro subscription yeah. Yeah. purchase yeah. off the back. That's exactly. I've I've brought this up several times over like the last year we've been podcasting. I think that's a perfect example of like how you can get people into these games of service. Give them the game for free, then here's some cosmetic DLC or yeah. DLC for you to purchase. Yeah, I think it works. And, and if think... you enjoy, if you're playing the game regularly, I'll probably look to buy the packs for Dead by Daylight. Yeah, if we look at other models as well um, for smaller titles, I think there's a there's a kind of a pick and choice moment, and I think Sony have done it well with the likes of Rocket League. And then more recently, you've got Fall Guys, both free games on PlayStation yeah. Plus, and they've gone on to make infinite amounts of money based on accessories and add-ons and customization options. Mm. Um, whereas I do think if they launched at maybe twenty pound, twenty dollars, their audience would have maybe been a lot, lot smaller, especially for things like yeah. Fall Guys. Like that's gone astronomical. It depends on the nature of the game, doesn't it? Really, I mean, if it's a heavy single-player title, then you're not going to have that opportunity. So it's it's much likely, or must let much less likely to to turn over an income on that basis. So multiplayer yeah. titles are definitely the way forward. I think. I thought you had something to say at the end there, Richie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next no, up, pretty, pretty much covered what yeah, you yeah, said. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris, which again is another game that only came out several weeks ago. Didn't yeah. buy it. It was one that was. I was keen on it, but finding the time to play it, and I've waited. So I honestly say, from from this week's list, I think there's about three titles on here that would have cost me a cumulative thirty, forty pound, and Pro has saved me that money instead. But that's from waiting. So interesting mix there. <laughs> um, again, this is another one. I think Richie will probably jump with in with on a Thursday. It's a multiplayer puzzle solving, top down, not almost top down. It's like asymmetric, isn't it? Yeah, it's. Nope. Oh, Tom. Oh, it's frozen. Uh, it's not um, a griff. Oh, oh, he froze very briefly. I'm back. 
Am I? Yeah, you yeah. are back. Yeah, All you're right. back. Yeah. yeah. It's it's going to be your follow-up to Strange Brigade, but a bit more serious, I think. Yeah, I jumped I jumped in on my own for about 20, 20 minutes before I decided to join them in Stadia Source Guys and play Bomberman. And it seems fine. I don't really have any strong or positive or negative experience with this. Hmm. It looks like it's somewhere between Lara Croft Go and the yeah. Tomb Raider reboot games. It's like that perfect, yeah. like almost <clears throat> like a filler filler game. Um, yeah. Obviously, no disrespect to it, it looks quite fun still. Especially when you find all the giant scarabs and the Anubis warriors and crocodiles and such, because it's, it's in ancient Egypt, isn't it? Yeah. It's the sort of game I think definitely will be a lot more fun when you're playing with other people than compared to playing on your own. Yeah, definitely. Well, the direct review quote there is it's a great romp to be had with friends. It's the direct romp yeah, yeah. quote on the trailer. Direct so romp. <laughs> great romp. And who doesn't love a good romp? Uh, speaking of romping around, we also got a. Another game added on the pro list, but we got super hot Mind Control Delete, which is the the DLC, if I'm not mistaken, but it's practically its own game. Yeah, but on it's Stadia, big enough to be its own title. It, it literally mm. is its own title on this one. So <laughs> again, um, I've played Super Hot on VR. Personally, this doesn't interest me because I'm so I'm so enamored with the the PlayStation VR element. Going back and playing this just first person on screen it detracts something from the enjoyment I've had with this title, but neither of you two okay. have played it in VR, right? No. Um, so what's your take? I, 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 have, I haven't jumped into it yet, because when Superhot, the original Superhot came out, as that was a pro game as well, mm-hmm. I jumped in for about an hour and was like, this is a cool game that I really want to play in VR. So I kind of just let drop dropped out. Okay. I think it um, does lack something when you're not in VR. It's interesting because I haven't experienced it at all in VR, so I, I've, I've been happy just to sit down and play it. I remember talking about it before when we had the announcement about the original Superhot, that it originally came out as sort of like a Flash demo that you could actually play in browser. Um, it seems that within the Stadia community as well, Superhot and Superhot Mind Control Delete are definitely two titles that have caught the community by surprise, just in general, particularly for more of your um, less hardcore, more casual gamers, because they're sort of like it features that mechanic that a lot of people have never witnessed before in a game. So that's it's more of a like puzzle game than an action game. Oh, it's very strategic. You've mm, got to yeah. think about everything you do, haven't you? Every movement. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Every time you touch those sticks, or in VR, when you it's when you move. Yeah. In VR, so even if you tilt your head or you move either left or right hand, the world moves. So it's, it's, yeah, it's very. It does lend itself to VR more so, but. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I'll play it. I'm sure I'll check it out just to just to give a stark comparison with it. But yeah. um, final game up on the list, gentlemen, for our October Pro games is of course the one Dead by Daylight, which we know we've been waiting for uh, for quite some time with Super anticipation. Um, Tom, you called it. You were right last week. You said uh, you yeah, think yeah. it'll be a pro game. It wasn't, even though we were told it was coming out in September. They lied. to You us. were fooled. You were fooled. Uh, all of you. We were lied to by one whole day. Um, yep. However, it did launch with CrowdChoice, and that kind of brings us on to our second star of the week, which is CrowdChoice is live in the world of Stadia with that YouTube integration out there. Um, we played it on Thursday for about three or four hours. We also played it this weekend with some close friends as well. Um, basically jumped in, took turns to hunt each other down and kill each other. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. The, the community as a whole has been loving this game. They've all I've seen oh, yeah. I think there was a good six or seven streams going from the Stadia content creators community, all just showcasing it, jumping in, and the, the involvement was great from the community just to get them in. It's great how people, crowd people love the engagement mm. of games like this and yeah. like particularly with a feature like crowd choice. So overall, absolute success of getting that in with a launch game on on on, um, yeah. on Stadia Pro as well. 
Yeah, I think this is a perfect October Pro game. It fits that horror theme nicely. It's got a feature that we've been looking after for a long time. And it's actually a very, very fun game to play, even if you do have nightmares of your friends killing you afterwards. <laughs> it was so much fun, but less so to set up, wasn't it? Yeah, so that's kind of another <laughs> point. So for, the, for those out there who aren't content creators, it should be fairly straightforward. You open up the Stadia app, um, you boot up... Um, the, you'd have to boot up, you don't have to even have to boot up the game, do you? You go to your account section settings and there's an option that says YouTube, click on YouTube, and it says link to account. Now, most of you out there rightly so, will have probably just had your, your Gmail account associated with Stadia is the same as your YouTube channel. Um, for us content creators out there who have a separate channel for Sounds of Stadia and uh, and the like, <laughs> there are three of us, yeah, we obviously don't, we have shared custody of this channel. It's like, it's our baby, we have all joint custody. No one's mommy, daddy, anything like that. Um, we had some problems, didn't we, gents, getting set up with this one? <laughs> And yeah. uh, it took us a good, <laughs> a good back and forth between people in the community. Thank you. Shout out again to Gem Stadia and Original Penguin for reaching out and getting in touch and helping us out with some, some little uh, Google uh, YouTube algorithms. But we got there in the end. Yeah, we did after have a, a solid forty-five <laughs> minutes of panicking right before the stream went yeah. live. <laughs> yeah, we did have a, a panic moment where YouTube specifically asked us if we were going to delete something forever. And it said Sounds of Stadia, and again, it, it explicitly said it wasn't the channel, it was like a, an element of the channel, but there was still that element of... Delete yeah, for, I was paranoid. <laughs> delete forever is not a good thing. Anyone who's had to wipe stuff from their memory card, or remove a USB flash drive, anything like that, and you get that little message pop up. Ooh. You check about eight times before you click yes, <laughs> don't you? Read it, read it, read it, and check it. But either way, the, the problems aside... We finally got into CrowdChoice. Yeah. It, in my opinion, it works good, but there is a lot more improvement that could be done with it. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Once again, it feels it feels like it's sort of like in its beta testing phase. It doesn't quite feel polished yet. So for for the people who are wondering how it works at the moment, essentially you have text options in chat. So in the game, in the actual footage that you see, you'll see lists of things, li lists of different options that you can select from. However, if you want to participate in chat, you actually have to type out word for word, letter for letter, capital letter for capital letter as well, in order to actually make yeah. your vote counted. What it could probably do with is maybe like a poll that pops up in YouTube chat, or Richie, I think you've said like a drop down box, something yeah, like well, that instead. It'd be something as simple as it just pulls it from the game into the chat with all the options and just numerical. So you can just go one, two, three, whatever. Yes. Something yeah. keep just as simple as you possibly can make it for people to engage with. A radio and having button it, and a submit and, button, yeah. something like and that. And having it just like a notification just direct, automatically pushed into chat as well. So you know that the poll is live and then a notification when it's over yeah. and with yeah. what the outcome was. Yeah, so specific, specific to Dead by Daylight, you could choose. Yeah. You basically, as the crowd, as the audience in the YouTube comments, you got to vote for who either the killer was or who the um, victim, the victim, what are they call victims or the survivors, the survivors. survivors, even survivors. though they yeah. haven't survived at this point. Um, but yeah, you basically get to vote for that. I would like to see a bit more integration into it. I think it, it, it's it's simple enough. I think not the integration part, but in terms of where you could pluck options out of different games, um, we found a few things that also need addressing i think uh later in one of our titles we realized that if you just spam the chat with yeah. your choice that overvotes yeah we're not 100 so, on that yeah we'd have to do some set testing but yeah, by it initial it look appear, it seemed yeah. like that so if, if you yeah. were to vote between chris tom and richie right now and someone just went in there and copy and pasted richie 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 50 times 
and the other 50 people had voted for various different ones, he would outvote everybody else by just numeric value, which um, with a big election coming up, Americans, go out there and vote, but you only get one. That's, yeah. that's how voting works. You get one vote, otherwise one vote. it doesn't work. Yeah. Don't go vote twice. <laughs> but yeah, that does seem like, that seems like, the other things that we mentioned, uh, things, room for improvement, that one I'd say is an actual flaw in the system. If yeah. it is true, it should be. I don't. I was surprised when it seemed to work because I would assume that I'd like almost pick up one vote per per account, name in the chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. every but time the poll this, goes up. Yeah. yeah, there's huge potential for it though. Like we've we've now seen it actually work successfully for Dead yeah. by Daylight, and we know that a lot of games are going to be coming with it soon. Uh, Baldur's yeah. Gate Three. We know we're going to have you know um, options, uh, dialogue options, and so on going to be available there. So that'll be fantastic. But I think Google do need to perhaps take a look, or the Stadia team need to take a look at other platforms as well. Twitch already does this very successfully. So this is already something that has existed for quite a while in Twitch chat. So they maybe need to do a little bit of, you know, um, reconnaissance, a bit of field work, and go out and have a look and see how it could be better integrated into YouTube gaming. They need to fix those generators. Yeah, absolutely. Don't fail that skill check. It's not too bad for us, because our chat's usually 30, 40 people tops. If, imagine if you've got thousands of people in there. Mm-hmm. If you're oh, yeah. one of the biggest streamers in the world, that's going to be much more of a problem. Yeah, well, we can all hope yeah. and dream that one yeah. day. Indefinitely as well. And it was <laughs> yeah. it was great for us personally to have the, the crowd involvement there. It definitely did have a, it had a different dynamic and it, it felt like you were closer to us in a way because you had a say in what we were doing. Um, yeah. I, I have seen as well, you can just veto the voting system. So if everyone voted for okay, Richie, yeah. we could just go, nah, we're going to go with Tom. By so he's got the nurse again. The nurse. Yeah, the nurse or something <laughs> yeah. that you don't want to do. Fan favourite. Yeah, they could just go for, not necessarily fan favourites, but if it's the worst character, they could just want to ruin your day by making you pick the worst one over and yeah. over and over again. It'd be nice as well if they could integrate it so like, the crowd choice apply to all three of us who've got our accounts link rather than just whoever happens to be streaming. Yeah, true. Yeah, there's there's yeah. definitely some integration yeah. things. But yeah. more importantly, I think we're finally happy to see the fruits uh, um, starting yeah. the, the yeah the labour is starting to show true of uh, this kind of steady YouTube integration because it's been a long time coming for something that they announced way back at GDC in March April 2019. Um, we're in what nearly the end of 2020 now, so it's about time we start to see this. And I think this is just maybe the the corks now popped on this bottle, and yeah. we're going to see a couple more things. Hopefully, the search yeah. features coming soon and oh, messaging. Yeah, give us a search feature. Well, we've got. Oh, God, I forgot about messaging. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing we'll get to. But in terms of wrapping the pro games and the crowd choice up in a neat little bubble, gentlemen, um, Tom, we'll go to you first. What are your um, your takes on this selection of games? Are you happy with your pro surprise? We got yeah, six. What are your, what are your I, I think compromise thoughts. I think it's a really good selection for, for, for going into October. I think they're starting to ramp it up a little bit. Again, there's no big standout AAA games, but I think Dead by Daylight is one that's definitely gotten a lot of people uh, interested. And it's actually sort of rekindled a lot of love for the game as well, which, um, you know, the game's a good four or five years old at this point as well. So it's sort of like breathed a new a, a new breath of life into it, mm-hmm. should we say, into something that's decrepit and scary and <laughs> and so on. We're having a blast with it, and I'm sure you'll see plenty of that this month as well, with it being October. Oh, yes. As soon as, mm. as, as, the, as we creep closer to Halloween, any game that's got any yeah. vague horror, uh, tangible oh, yeah. link to it, we'll be jumping in and, and playing, certainly. How about yourself, Rich? Yeah. You happy with the happy with the layout for this one? Yeah, I kind of just want to echo Tom's, echo Tom's thoughts. Um, it is make, maybe missing a AAA game, but there isn't as many on the platform as we'd like. 
So they do seem to be compensating by, well, we can't give you a big AAA title, so he's six awesome smaller titles. Yeah. I can't complain about that, to be honest. Completely agree. I mean, again, Game of the Year candidate winner in some regards, and then we've got a horror title perfectly timed for Halloween. And again, I'm glad it yeah. was this yeah. month and it wasn't the end of October. Could you imagine if it was like 1st of November we got this instead? It'd be like, mm, you kind of missed the boat a little bit on that one. But yeah. uh, horror titles, I think, do really well because they... Again, similar to horror movies, it's the, I think Christmas movies as well. There's always a specific season of the year where it doesn't matter how old or um, yeah. how niche or, or okay, cult following the movie is, people go back to it every year because it's Halloween, it's Christmas, yeah. whatever it may be. And I think yeah, I'm surprised we don't titles. have a Christmas-themed video game sort of genre that's come out yet, really. Ooh. A lot of horror. Can you think no of Christmas any Christmas games? Christmassy games? Horror lends itself to like a lot of like <laughs> it's well that work well in yeah. game. Yeah, um, put me down. I don't yeah. think Christmas would. It's, it's too jolly. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> I have the Grinch game for PlayStation One still, and that does not hold up. I don't think it was great at the time, but it also does not hold up well. Yeah. Go walking around Whoville collecting presents and smashing decorations and stuff. Yeah, you get a lot of Christmas-themed events and games rather than Christmas-themed games. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm just going to say I'm sorry. I should not have mentioned Christmas. It's far too early to be talking it, yeah, about it's this. Right. Anyway. It's Halloween. Yeah. It's, ha- it's Halloween and uh, bonfire My night bad. For, those, My bad. for those in the UK who celebrate, uh, celebrate bonfire night. Um, so that's, that's a wrap for our programs. We've mentioned crowd choice. Hopefully we're going to talk about more integration features uh, in the near future. Uh, next story I want to move on to. Tom, you alluded to it there, but off the back of Crowd Choice, we do know we get Baldur's Gate 3 Early Access begins in two days' uh, time from the time of recording, so this week on the 6th, I believe. Uh, we're yep. getting it uh, dropping on Stadia and Steam at the same time. Um, and this week we've got a little news article saying you will need a Larian account uh, signed up to for that cross-platform play, which makes no sense. Uh, I'm, for one, I'm just happy that the cross Any game that comes out now with cross-platform... Um, I think just benefits Stadia tenfold just for the user base. Um, well, you said, yeah. said it makes no sense. I'd say it makes perfect sense needing that account because that accounts for the thing that will sync up the two different versions. I think it's a slip of the tongue. I think yeah. you, you, you made sense there. Yeah. What did I say? You Chris said it makes no sense. Yeah, you said it made no sense to have a Larian account. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah, I meant yeah. total sense. Yeah. Total sense. Yeah, slip yeah, of the tongue. I've, I've, I've always slip of the tongue. Yes, yeah. total sense because it's, yeah. it ties everything together. And again, I would prefer that. I prefer to have a Bungie yes. one, a Ubisoft one, anywhere I can just cross-play my games. Uh, it only benefits. Again, Avengers, Richie, a Square Enix game would be fantastic if we could just jump back and forth with friends on other platforms. But again, I think this is yeah. the future of gaming. We're now leaning towards that cross cross-platform player. Um, you two are much, much keener on Baldur's Gate than I am or probably yeah. ever will be. Um, so yeah, if, you, if you, either of you want to give your take on what this means. Richie, this one's yours, mate. <laughs> um, well, I, I'm a massive fan of Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, so I am still excited for this. I was a little soured on it initially when I saw the like the gate first gameplay reveal because it looks so much like um, Divinity. And I, I just could not get away with that game. So I'm probably not going to buy it day one, even though I do have created myself a Larian account. Um, I'm probably going to wait to see what the reviews come in as, um, okay. mainly just to see if it is. Am I judging it a bit unfairly? Hmm. If the reviews are going to go, if you love Divinity, you love this. Well, that's probably absolutely fine, be, mate, yeah. because you'll be able to watch me play it because I'm going to be getting it as soon as it comes out on Tuesday. No, I'm, I'm very much looking forward yeah. to this. I'll jump into early access. Um, I'm a huge lover of D&D stuff. I'm a huge... I played all the Neverwinter Nights games. I didn't actually jump into the Baldur's Gates games previously. 
which is a massive sin as far as I'm concerned. But um, as a fan of the Neverwinter Nights games, it definitely feels more akin to those as opposed to the traditional Baldur's Gates games. So I'm definitely going to be able to jump in. And, and you know, the, the whole point about signing up to a Larian account, it's it's fine. It's like you said before, Chris, you know, the, the whole thing about cross... <laughs> cross <laughs> with with crossplay, you know, you have to do these things because it's all, you know, all of that information is it's got to be kept remotely somewhere and Google aren't going to be doing it and other platforms aren't going to be. Yeah. So the developers themselves, the publishers themselves will do that for you. Yeah. So in, yeah, it's in, easy. interesting one for that then, Richie. So you said you're going to wait for the review. So does that mean, because it yeah. won't be reviewed while it's in early access, most likely. All the big companies will wait till it's finished and out there for public release, right? There'll, there'll be reviews of some mm, description out there about how it, how it plays, but there will be written, I'd imagine, with this game is still in early access. Yeah. He's what we think so far. Because a lot of things like the start major story beats, they're not going to change. True, true. The, so, this, the way the game ultimately plays mm. is largely going to be consistent throughout the early access period. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so... But I, it's a fair take. I am starting to think now, after hearing you speak, Tom, I might have to buy it so I can play co-op. Oh, if you it... want if you want me to pick it up on Tuesday and then you make a decision five, ten minutes down the line, mate, I'm yeah. happy to stream it just for you to I'll, make a decision. I'll, it's fine. I'll, 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 I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Okay. So in relation to that, then, with it being early access, are you expecting a cheaper price point, Tom? Yeah, absolutely. What, what's a ballpark figure you're thinking? Mm. Baldur's Gate 3 will probably be on release. I'm expecting it'll be around... Oh, man. I don't want to say it's going to be a £50 game. I don't I don't know, but there's going to be so much to do in it that it could very well be. So early access, I'd be happy probably paying up to about the £30 marker, I would say. Yeah, I'd agree. I think as big as the Baldur's Gate franchise is, it's very much a cult classic. Mm-hmm. I think if they're trying to pitch this as a £60 game, they're going to have problems selling the, the amount they'd expect. Because again, it's a cult classic. It's not, I don't think it's that mainstream, to be honest, as a game. I think that, yeah, that's one of the reasons I, think I it's, haven't played it before. Because it's just, it's getting a bit more attention. I genuinely think it's getting a bit more attention because it's on Stadia and there's less on the platform. Maybe. We shall see. We shall see. But we don't have to wait long, everybody. So yeah. there's one thing. Uh, some other things we don't have to wait long for. Moving on to our next story. Uh, Google held their Google launch night in uh, this past week, which um, I saw loads of people reporting in the US quite ironic because I think it was on that like 11 a.m. in the morning for them. So it's not much of a launch night in when it's so early. Um, but for us <laughs> over in Europe and uh, UK side, yeah, they announced a, a, a bevy of new products, um, several of which being uh, a new Nest Audio speaker, doesn't really do much for our podcast, other than if you're listening to it, I suppose you get crystal clear bass and uh, richer yeah. tunes from the Nest Audio speakers. Uh, but more importantly, I think the things that pertain to Stadia, we got a new announcement of a Pixel 5 and a 4A 5G. Again, all fantastic. Uh, they look great. I think the Pixel range always look yeah. quite smart and sharp. I do love the variation on colours yeah. they brought out. The The only thing for me is they seem to have stepped back from being a flagship model now. I don't know if you two have had a chance to look at the specification, Um but it's definitely they've, they've reeled it back a little bit on going out for the big hitters being up there. The price indicates that alone. It comes in mm. at a cheaper price point than you would get for something, say, a Galaxy Samsung S20. Uh, and rumoured the new iPhone that's probably going to be announced next week sometime. So they seem to be stopped. Don't get me wrong, it's great value, but it's definitely not hitting for that massive, massive top-tier flagship. Yeah. Pixel, obviously, in cohesion with Stadia as well. Uh, Richie, you've got a Pixel 4 XL, right? Yes, I do. So, I, um, so the 4A does nothing for you, I take it? 
No, well, I didn't even look at the specs or anything for it because my my Pixel Four XLs like eight nine month old now. I've mm. probably got another least year and a half out of it, so I'm just not really tuned into the phone market at the moment because yeah. there's no real need for me to be. No, I totally agree. Uh, to give you an idea of the price, I think the the yeah. Pixel Five is coming in at about seven hundred dollars just short, whereas the iPhone yeah. will be well over a thousand usually. Oh, so easily. that yeah. there's a yeah. big there's a big market difference there. I, I wouldn't compare it to the to the iPhone to be honest in price. I think something I like compare it to Samsung makes a bit more sense because iPhones are always a bit more pricey mm. because of Apple. True. Do you even, know? even then yeah. Samsung is starting to lean that way as well with their top tier models. Yeah. But then again, Samsung make about fifty variants and in, in, in everything in between. So you've got that you've got that variety if you choose it. Um, but the kind of biggest story we want to get to out of all this is in the part of the launch night end, they did also announce the Chromecast TV, um, Chromecast, the new Chromecast with Google TV, yeah. I think it's called now. Yes, that's its that's official correct. term. Um, they announced it. It. it even though it was already on the shelves, funnily enough, that was the big ironic thing, is if you lived in the United States, you could actually go buy this from, I believe it was Home Depot, yep. it was one of the places I saw where you could buy it, take it home, it would work, and this was a day or two before the actual <laughs> an official announcement of the product, which again just goes back to Google, what the hell are you like, playing at? How are these products able I, to buy publicly when you've not even I, announced them yet? I think the reason this is happening, I think Google need to probably do something legally against this sort of stuff because these keep these sort of leaks keep coming and they're coming because real well, retailers realize we've got all the stock we're putting the shelves we sell it and there's no ne- no side negative side effects from us <laughs> and we yeah. get the head of the conversation people are interested in this product and they hear oh it's at home depot everyone goes to home depot buy it yeah the thing is i don't even think they, they stopped home depot i just think they sent them the stock with no embargo or anything and just because they i, that, I don't think they must have had they must have had an embargo surely you like this launches on this day it's, it's all publicity that. google well, are making money from it they don't care well exactly <laughs> well there's but, that as well but, yeah to, fo- to focus on specifically for Stadia and the, the Chromecast TV, great, it comes with a controller now, a remote control. Um, it's got all of your TV shows and such and, and uh, movies you can essentially see now in a full timeline. It, it, it basically cor- correlates all of your favourite things from all the different Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus into one timeline. Um, few things for Stadia specifically, the there's no Ethernet connection. Um, it's also not getting Stadia until early 2021 was a big big extra bonus that uh, Stadia had to quote tweet underneath off the back of the made by Google announcement that it was coming to Stadia because they know surely the community was going to get up in arms about why Stadia isn't yeah. on that main dock list it's got movies TV ebooks apps um, or music it, probably as well and there's under games there's nothing for Stadia which it baffles me but I suppose it's going for a wider audience um, but your take on this gentlemen 50 quid 50 60 quid i think you can pick one of these up for so it depends how detailed we want to go with this it is possible to get stadia on it right now by sideloading the apk so you can actually do that yourself right now and it actually works incredibly well Mm -hmm. so um it is possible to do it's not all doom and gloom but it's not really very consumer friendly to do that you know it's not it's not the kind of thing that i would expect um my mum to do for example not oh, that my mum is a I wouldn't gamer, even, but I wouldn't even shout out to my mum. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd be skeptical about doing it myself. I think 
I think it's a it's it's a huge miss for for Stadia. Um, I think it's it's a massive oversight, particularly with the next story we're going to talk about. Yeah, I was going to touch on that. <laughs> that that right now, I don't think it's it's so, the greatest marketing move. Plus, by saying that it's going to happen early twenty twenty one, I mean my my current feeling is: do they know what's happening in the gaming landscape right now with next gen launching right. like very very soon? Um, but I don't want to get too doom and gloom about it because, you know, we still have lots of different ways we can play, lots of different places we can play, and one little new device is not going to change that whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to have to just fold the next story into this one because I think yeah. they're very strongly linked. I, um, I agree. So the next story is the Chromecast Ultra is gone from the Google Store. You yeah. can still buy at selected retail partners, but I notice in the UK and at Curry's and in Argos, it is on sale, down to yeah. about £50 in both of them. Mm-hmm. which to me implies they're trying to get rid of stock. So I think we can safely say that this is the new Chromecast Ultra. This is the direct replacement for it. Yeah. Well, that's the idea. I mean, which it supports is, up to 4K as yeah. well. So yeah, definitely. Which is exactly why I completely agree with you, Tom. Not having Stadia on this re- at launch is a little bit of a problem. And that is coming from someone who has pre-ordered one. Oh, yeah, okay. That's interesting. Which color did you go for? I went for Sky Blue. Sky blue, interesting. Not that it matters because it's behind your television yeah. and you're not going to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's just, it's literally, I looked at the colour remote yeah. and the blue one was the nicest. I suppose, yeah, the remote. Um, so for me, there's a few key points I think we need to we need to talk about. And that is, um, it not being there at launch, to, to the average consumer, it doesn't matter because this is clearly marketed at getting those people who have an Amazon Fire Stick or they may be in the market for one this holiday season. $50, £60, it's, it's a great shoe-in for combining all of your subscription television shows into one. I do think it's a big missed opportunity, and I think tied in with that second story there about the Chromecast Ultra dissipating. If you go, if you search for Google Chromecast, their website on the Google Store now takes you straight to the new one. There is no sign of a Chromecast Ultra, yeah. and like you said, Richie, once they're gone, that's great. My worry is, like you said, Tom, the the the, the gaming landscape. Everyone this Christmas, this holiday season, is going to be not everyone, obviously, but for for gamers out there, for families with children who are then asking for the latest gaming tech, you're going to have PlayStation sold out everywhere. Pre-orders, are, the news is all over. Xbox pre-orders sold out everywhere. Nintendo Switch is hot as shit right now, still. If there's no Chromecast Ultras, does that mean the only way to get in the door with Stadia is part of like an official Stadia package is with the Premier Edition for 100 quid? If you want the uh, controller and want access on a TV... Yes. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing that needs to be said here is with Amazon really ramping up the Luna launch as well, the early access there, we already know that Luna is going to be launching on every Fire device that exists already. Like, you don't need to purchase a new device for that. You, as long as you've got a Fire Stick, it will work on that. Mm-hmm. So I think that is something that Google, or sorry, the Stadia team should really be conscious of with this here. And that communication should have happened like prior to all of this it's yeah it's just a shame because in another world they would have showcased it and along the top where it says for you television movies apps it would have just said stadia i mean mate the apk works the app works on it already so why not just have the app there anyway yes it's not polished enough to the point that if you launch it it's ready to go it basically acts like the mobile version so you still have to go through mark experimental you still have to say like you know enable touch controls or controller or whatever um there but it could still have been there just for the sake of that 
Mm. Even if just said, until they get it, yeah. Polished. Even if going along to the Stadia tab, it says "Play great games coming to the Chromecast early 2021." Stadia.com mm. for more information. Just as a holding yep. slide, yeah. Just then, yep. people who have a go, oh, okay, and then maybe in early 21, 21, they'll skim through and go, "Oh, that Stadia thing's still there," and it's like it's changed, it's live, or you get a little notification that comes up when you boot up your TV that says the Stadia app's live now. Go check the tab out. Rather than it having to be part of an update that comes in, what, March, April time, maybe? Yeah. Having a placeholder, it comes down to mindshare. It's like, you've just bought this. So this is a mass market device. This isn't a gamer device. Mm, yeah. So people will be buying this because, oh, I'm in the market for like a fire stick or I've got that old Chromecast sat in the back of my TV for the last 15 years. It's time to upgrade it. I've just got this new 4K TV. Let's get one of these. And if Stadia is one of them apps that's featured on your home screen, people go, oh, I wonder what that is. Yeah, you're not going to get that Mm. on your living room TV with PlayStation because you need to buy the £400-£500 console for that. You're not going to get that with Xbox. It's free marketing to people buying your device anyway. And I guarantee you these things coming in at $49 in the States, come Black Friday, these are going to be what? 30? They're going to be shit hot. They're going to be shit hot. They're going to be absolutely flying off the shelves. They're going to be in every electronics, every supermarket on the the end. And again, this is, again, we talk about it. It's marketing. And yes, it may not be good to go just yet, but even like you said, Richie, that placeholder. And now, without getting too ahead of ourselves, I would like to think this potentially could board well for a Stadia specific stick. For just gaming, so instead yeah. of the premiere edition, come with a, a, a five-year-old Chromecast Ultra. Because remember that if the Ultra's gone, it's end of line. You can't buy it on its own. Does this mean that Stadia is premiere edition comes with Ultras for the foreseeable future, or is there something that's got to change there as well? Yeah. And I think this yeah. again, we could be getting ahead of ourselves, and we could actually be looking at a cheaper premiere edition that comes with a smaller. Stadia just remember, if I stick. if I can just interject, mm. sorry, because I know you've both got really important points you want to make on this, but just remember that we've bought into the service with one of the caveats that, or, or like one of the selling points is that you don't have to keep upgrading the hardware. We're getting different messaging <laughs> now, which is all of a sudden yeah. like the ultra is now gone. Here's a new Chromecast. True. Yeah. You um, don't but, have to yeah. replace your Ultra, though. No, you don't have to replace yeah. the Ultra, but at some point, those devices are going yeah. to die. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. like it's, it's inevitable. The other thing I was going to add very quickly is, imagine in an ideal world instead that... I've got an ice cream van outside. Oh, you take over, listen, take over. Just, just enjoy it, listeners. Back to my point, which (laughs) is far more interesting. (laughs) Um, In an ideal world, imagine on November 19th, so you've bought your new Chromecast uh, with Google TV, you boot it up, and as you said, Chris, there's a splash screen there that says, like, Stadia coming soon, um, play all of your favorite games um, without the need for blah, blah, blah. You know, we could do some really good selling points right there. November 19th, boom, Stadia one-year anniversary, you load it up, splash screen comes up, and all of your favorite new AAA titles are there. We get some big announcements, let's say, at the next next event that we Mm -hmm. get. And then they're, they're there immediately. You've already got the device. You can jump straight into it. That would be ideal. That would be what they should go for. I wouldn't be surprised if the Stadia team or the Google marketing team may have seen the general community feedback and may even push for the app to be there before or early 2021 whether we might get it by the back end of this year because you know it hasn't been received very well there i would like to think that could happen yeah i always try and picture from like a consumer perspective and i think if i'm 
a, a parent, I've got my kid there, and they're they're flicking through because you go, no children are going to be there popping through Disney Plus and Netflix left, right, and center. Yeah. If they just skim along to Stadia and it says something like FIFA or Cyberpunk or something that's like in the public mindset, that because it's big massive launch, it just came out, and the friends are all playing it on PlayStation Five because they're lucky enough, they're fortunate enough, their parents have got them a console for Christmas or something. And they go, Mom, Dad, we can't have that for whatever reason. But the TV's already got this thing that says Stadia and has FIFA, has uh, Cyberpunk, has Assassin's Creed Valhalla. What do I need? And the parent looks into it, oh, what do I need? Oh, your old Xbox 360 controller, because the Chromecast TV is a Bluetooth, right, as well? Yeah. Not- yep. So you can hook up your Xbox, your old controller you've got in your bedroom with your little brother, or your old PlayStation controller kicking around, up to the TV, and I can get your Cyberpunk for 60 quid without having to drop... The four hundred pound for a new console? Hell yes, son! You can have that. You can do that. Oh, but wait, yeah. Stadia isn't Stadia isn't there. Coming early twenty twenty one does not work for the consumer who's got the product yeah. in their home this Christmas. It needs to be pushed there pre Christmas. I think it needs to be pushed ideally, as you said before. If you could get it there for Black Friday, that would be ideal. Mm. Like if it's there for Black Friday, ready with some like you know big November titles, that's where it should be. For me, it just. It's systematic of Google's different divisions act, in my opinion, sometimes too independent of each other. Yeah. Where if the one of the strengths that Google could have is a synchronized launch for something like a project like this. They're such a smart company. Like yeah. they have so much power at their disposal. But it's just like it's 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 like the teams are too separate. The, yeah, it, the, the, there's no connection between them, and because of that, it's just ah, uh, it just falls apart, and well, it's such a shame this, to see. This brings me on to my other point. Um, it's a bit of a tinfoil hat point. Is do you think they're holding off on the um, release of Stadia onto the new Chromecast to help ship? The, what's left of the Chromecast Ultra stock oh, from the Premier man. Edition. I mean, it's a business decision. I could see that happening. I, th- as a I, I think that point. is a stupid business decision. It to be is honest. awful. Because what you could decision. do is you could ship them off to physical retailers, stick them on the shelves and curries, mark them down to get rid of the stock while you sell these proper. I mean, the Google TV comes in under the Chromecast Ultra price point as well. So the, the new product's undercutting the old product off the bat. Yeah. Not really, because the old product comes with the controller. No, the Ultra. Oh, yeah. It's the Ultra by itself, oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a weird, it's a, such a weird one. But actually, as, a, as another beat to this story as well, did you both realise that they stealth released a Ethernet power brick as well? Yeah, I did yeah. catch that one. So if you do buy... Does, they yeah. went very Nintendo. Let's not provide the power char- the charger in the box with your, with your device. No, Once you get again, the charger, you just don't get the Ethernet yeah. adapter part. Once oh. again, this takes me back to the point I made before about how we're buying into this system with the idea of not having to buy extra equipment and so on. Yet here we are. Now you've got to buy a power adapter with an Ethernet yeah. socket if you don't have very good Wi-Fi. Yeah, so Richie, your scenario then, you've pre-ordered the Google TV. And I, I for yeah. one, will honestly say I'm really intrigued because I want I want the, I want want the my Amazon, I want my uh, Netflix and uh, Disney Plus all to be on one screen with a remote that'll be so much handier than casting which is what I currently do for a lot of stuff but then come early 2021 Richie you're going to have to update your stick with the Stadia update from what we're being told then you're going to have that to should hope, happen automatically that should happen automatically you're going to then have to hope it, your internet your Wi-Fi is good enough if not you're going to have to go out and buy an adapter well, to then rig it up to, to to get Stadia to run as it does now with your Ultra yeah 
Hmm. Yeah, there, I was already in the market for an ultra, an ultra or premier edition anyway. I don't really need another controller. It's the other Chromecast I was after. Yeah. The reason I went for this is because it's about it's about five pounds more than the ultras that are currently on sale, uh-huh. and I'm happy to wait out for Stadia to be there because it doesn't actually change my use case at the moment too much. Mm. Um, what will happen is once this gets updated to have. Um, I'm probably going to leave my Chromecast Ultra in my telly anyway for Stadia yeah. when this is plugged in. And once this gets, this gets updated to have Stadia, I'm going to move that my Chromecast Ultra into my office. Right. Um, big plans, big okay. plans. Yeah, but it's not going. I'm probably not going to need um, a, an Ethernet adapter because of how close the, um, the Chromecast will be to my router. Mm. It's like less than a meter away. Like, but, yeah, that's fair. But in a nutshell, yeah. I think we're all on the same page where yeah. I, in my heart of hearts, I just hope whatever this new Stadia Connect is that we should be getting imminently. We, we generally have got them every three months, so we're, we're pushing it now as we head in towards November. And their birthday, their anniversary, yeah. um, we're, we're hopefully going to see a Connect. And again, they, we, we get ahead of ourselves sometimes because we're just, we're just hungry for news. And at the end of the day, we do a news podcast, so it's kind of... It's, it's, in, our, it's in our wheelhouse to talk about these kind of things, but... In regards to the the Chromecast TV, some better marketing beats could have been hit. I think we could all agree that it's not terrible. Yeah. It's not the worst thing. I think the product looks quite good. It's just a shame that it's missing they've, this arm. They've been clear marketing at least. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, Certainly. this is very the information's there. It's nice and clear. Stadia is coming next year. Yeah. As another quick follow up, Richie, your when you got your Pixel, did it come with Stadia installed on it already, or did you have to download the app? I download the app, which right. I think is well. Actually, I just ported everything over from my um, old one. Yeah. My, my old phone. So but I do yeah. think I've I've been a massive advocate of Android having Stadia as a preloaded app. Yeah, I'm deletable or preloaded. Yeah, I'm curious if the Pixel Five will make that jump because a lot of yeah. I've seen a lot of propositions of if you buy the Pixel Five, you get three yeah. months Stadia. There was a great advert yeah. um, with that guy playing it in the park and get very excited and animated about it. Actually, while we're on that topic as well, it's very much worth shouting out that I think the marketing for Stadia at that particular point there was the best marketing Mm. we've seen to date for Stadia in general. And they need more of that. I mean, it was really obvious that it was basically a paid-for ad. Like, they got, you know, the the guy, shout out to Dashi, he's got 5 million plus uh, YouTube followers. He's he's such an advocate for gaming, but it, it's not his normal thing. Mm. So it's very much, but but he's so animated that it gets people like that's that's a million uh, immediately five million people on YouTube who know that guy who are now aware of yeah. Stadia because of that ad. Yeah, yeah, I think the fact that he's not massive in gaming is probably key there actually, because it shows someone who's he's got half a foot in gaming, experiencing gaming in a different way. Yeah, I just think they're the type of moves they need to keep doing. Yeah. But again, it would have been yeah, great definitely. if they could have showcased that with the Pixel, and then they could have followed that up with. And if you want to play that, also play it on your TV with our new Chromecast with TV and Stadia. Early twenty twenty one, and this is where like that unified marketing needs to happen as we head it, into. It would have been nice year. to see him playing on his phone, walk into his house, yeah. and then just cast straight, straight over the TV. Yeah, because he did such a good job at showcasing it out yeah. and about. It would have been great yeah. to see him. Yeah, that would have been a great segue into just the home and then the TV. But yeah. either way, we'll we'll hopefully be seeing more as we head into Stadia's second birthday. Um, we did get some more updates throughout the week in regards to the controller. So we found a few new uh, extra nice features come out. So uh, the controllers now support tandem mode. 
um, which I didn't expect to, to ever be a thing, but here it is. Wow, um, yeah. R- Richie, you've tested tandem mode out. Yeah, I tried for kind a of. weird use. I went for a weird use case because you've got to when you can. Um, it didn't work for me, Ooh. but admittedly, I was using the DualShock 2 through an adapter into my controller through Google Chrome. It is not supported. Wow. I wasn't expecting it to work, but I had to try. Cause I you tried could. a DualShock 2. Yeah, I tried the DualShock 2. Wow, that's impressive. It that wasn't even impressive. officially called the DualShock 2, was it? Probably just the DualShock. Wow. There's my DualShock too. All, yeah, all them wires. All them wires. But in terms of the tandem mode, for those who aren't too sure, essentially you plug your second controller into your USB-C port on your Stadia controller. So you link your Stadia controller up to Google Stadia, plug in a second controller, and that by tandem, just like a bike, uh, will attach it to your game. So you can essentially have any controller hardwired into your Stadia controller. Not any. Um, not not <laughs> any, obviously. There are certain characters, but all of your modern current ones. Um, but I think it's PS4, Xbox One. There's, um, but there's so much more potential for it as well. I mean, I want to give a massive shout out to Google for doing this because it also opens it up to accessibility controllers. So for people who, you know, who, who do suffer from disabilities and aren't able to to maybe physically use a controller um, on, the, on the normal layout, it allows them to use those adaptive controllers with it as well. So it allows more access to, to gaming. But even then, even further, we've seen things on Reddit already of people putting in USB hubs to allow them to connect three, four extra devices, keyboards, yeah. mice, headsets, the whole works, really. So yeah. it's a real strange thing. Like, I never expected well, Tandem to be something to, to happen. It's such a smart workaround for the Ultra. It's like, well, actually, you've got a load of friends around. You've got four DualShock 4 sat there. Use your, con- your, your Stadia controller effectively as a USB hub to connect them all, and you can sit down and play FIFA when it comes out. Yeah. Takes us back to that daisy chaining idea of plugging in like multi-link cubes, multi oh, yeah, like yeah. multi-tap. You just remind into me, um, Xbox, like just into so game cubes. We've and already everything. talked about before. I used to have a Panasonic um, 3DO, and that literally to plug in multiple controllers, you had to daisy chain them. There was only one <laughs> part on the front of the device. It's like throw back the, to the eighties and early nineties. I was thinking like the human centipede of uh, game oh, consoles. Oh, oh, <laughs> Knock it down a level. I mean, it but, was terrible, but but yeah. But we got these updates. It's great. Uh, one of the other Oogie. updates they did say was their USB C headset support also through the controller is now is it readily available? So basically, if you've got a modern set of headphones, I know a lot of mobile phones now come with they don't come with the three point five audio jack, so yeah. you probably will have some kind of. Uh, adapter for a USB-C connection. That means if you plug them into your Stadia controller rather than going through the auxiliary port, it will also work now. So there's some fantastic, fantastic nice little updates for accessibility and uh, using the equipment you already have, which we've alluded to uh, a couple of times in the show. Um, I think linking it back in with this, the Chromecast story, actually, we didn't really cover it off, but people have already said you can plug the Chromecast into a, a USB hub as well and connect different things to it via that. So apparently the Chromecast <laughs> will charge through USB um, this way. So it just looks like all of these products that they've just came out with, along with these updates, it's all universal, which is great. You can, should just be able to attach mm. anything to it. Um, I'm trying to think tandem mode what other variations you could have if you had like a USB-C splitter would that go will we ever see an official Google like multi-tap cable where if you've got one Stadia controller Mm. but like Richie said four DualShocks can I link all four to the Stadia controller and then it's good to go I don't think you need it because USB um, splitters are fairly common anyway so I don't think it's necessary now one interesting thing I could think of here is USB-C connects to a lot of mobile devices currently as well, Ooh, and also can be converted to HDMI. 
So HDMI can run through USB-C. I wonder whether you could, and I mean, this is a real far-fetched thing, whether you could almost have like extra screens or something to, you know, just strange peripheral setups, yeah. really, yeah. is what I'm going well, for. As someone who likes PC gaming as well as console gaming, one of the biggest things for me, I think, it could be the, contr- the being able to um, plug in their keyboard and mouse to the controls so I can yeah. use it for a Chromecast Ultra. I think that might yeah. be one of the main uses of it going down. Yeah, certainly. but again, even when the new Chromecast comes out, because most keyboards and mice are Bluetooth. Certainly, but it's interesting to see them still adding these little updates and these little features. Yeah. That again, it's just accessibility, it's ease of use, and it's more variety. So it, it's all it's all feeding into that narrative that you can use your old equipment still. It may be an odd way of doing it by hardwiring it in, but it's it's an option that is available. So it just again it gets rid of any of those people going, well, I don't have four CD controls, so how can I play Human Falls Flat? co-op or a future lego game or whatever it may be and the easy way is just plug it in fixed plug it in there's your problem solved it's frozen no you frozen from my end okay yeah well, i'm recording remember so yeah <laughs> here we go um final couple of stories we've got a a secret esrb rating got my letters mixed up there uh coming out we've got secret neighbor um, sought out for Stadia which off the back of Hello Neighbor and Hide and Seek being announced uh, I'm not surprised um, from what I've seen of the trailer for this it essentially looks gentlemen like Dead by Daylight but without the murdering blood and uh, crazy like kiddies scream, dead by daylight face. yeah well yeah I mean, babies first dead by daylight <laughs> Hello Neighbor is quite creepy and scary in its own right but like you said yeah without the maniacal weapons and chainsaws and traps and such um, yeah Excited for this one? Um, it, it's 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 on the radar. It's on the radar again. It's it's another game that I think we could jump into. One thing I will say, um, and I don't want to be all negative, Nancy, on it, but I tried out Hello Neighbor um, on Stadia, and the PC build is kind of notorious for not being the smoothest in terms of gameplay, frame rate, and so on. That's sort of transitioned across to the Stadia version as well, so yeah, it's not so. actually the nicest experience for a game there. So um, I'm hoping that doesn't affect the future releases that are coming to the platform right there, but it is something that I'm hoping that they improve upon. Interesting. Yeah, um, in terms of me, it's like it looks more fun than Hello Neighbor actually does. I didn't really vibe with that that much when I played it. Uh, Secret Neighbor's due out on 24th of October on Xbox um, it was announced at their showcase thing um, but also we haven't heard about Hello Neighbor 2 coming to Stadia yet so we've got the original, the DLC sits the kind of mini sequel hide and seek and now we've got Secret Neighbor rated, not official yet, just rated but not 2 so it's an interesting one if they're doing the PC yeah. builds across as well and it is quite janky we'll see but if it's anything <laughs> like Dead by Daylight I'd probably be really interested in jumping in with you guys and, and the community and playing some of that So especially I'd always give it a shot, always give it a shot Exactly. It might be even be a pro game. Who knows? It feels like it should be a pro game, to be honest. I hope it is. You hope it is. Um, if it's not, I'm probably unlikely to buy it. Yeah. We got some quick game announcements as well this week. We got uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid is getting some Scorpina DLC. Scorpina. I actually remember Scorpina, so she must be one of like the OG. I feel like she she was introduced just after the movie, but it's you're talking like 15 plus years back. 
if, if even longer so don't hold me to that one but it's it's nice to see some DLC content coming out and they do showcase Stadia on the advert or the YouTube video for it as well which is fantastic and off the back of Dead by Daylight we're also finding out about Mortal Kombat 11 getting some additional DLC the All Hallows Eve uh, pack which looks like it's coming with a lot of uh, Halloween-y additional skins and such to drop in for Mortal Kombat because I know a few people in the community are really keen um, on this game and getting it out there with the crowd choice as well. They have not mentioned crowd choice for this yet, but it seems like a game that would lend itself perfectly. Yeah, to yeah, it. just Definitely. for a simple, a simple as character selection. Yeah, like roster or like choosing. Yeah, I think like a lot of people are sh- Think a lot of people are calling out for stuff like that as well. I think it'd be nice when we get. Um, there was another feature we haven't actually touched upon yet, which they've they've briefly briefly announced, which is crowd boost as well, which can either. Um, it can impact gameplay based on users uh, based on user decision in chat as well, which can either help or hinder the person mm-hmm. who's actually streaming. So it's definitely fair, something. It's going to hinder. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But still, yeah, looking forward to these sorts of things. Looking forward to it. So more yeah. games, more add-ons, more DLC. Always great to see. You love to see it. Um, but that's it in terms of updates for games this week. Uh, one of the things I did want to throw out there uh, in terms of game updates. A bit of a negative one, but Mafia Definitive Edition is now out now in the wild. I've seen a couple of people on Twitter playing it on PlayStation and stuff. Where is it on Stadia? We still just waiting. Same with Definitive Edition two and three. Uh, another a big concern for me and probably yourself, Richie, is FIFA twenty one is due out next Friday, yeah. October sixth. Where you at here? You said the fall. You said August. <laughs> we're, we're now in the thick of it, well, and we. October the sixth is Tuesday and a Friday as oh, well, it? so it's even closer. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, but yeah, FIFA twenty one is one I definitely want. I definitely want it on Stadia. Yeah, just for the. But I don't. I don't fancy that. wait until June for it. Yeah, yep. definitely not. That I would also, be a yeah, right now. I also don't want an old 100%. version or a reskinned version of last year's. But again, it, it's roadmap. Give us a roadmap. These games are coming thick and fast, and we know yeah. about the big hit. Ubisoft have been clear from day one with what they're getting. We're still a bit iffy on Cyberpunk. We just I mean, know EA have been deadly silent. We other haven't than, heard anything. Yeah, yeah actually, since. other than the Connect, EA specifically haven't said anything themselves. Um, but yeah, Cyberpunk's it's quiet, so it's just kind of... I don't. I feel like I'm getting that feeling again that the games I'm excited for the, for these next couple of months, I don't want to make that decision where when FIFA comes out next week and I still haven't heard anything, does that little voice get in my, in my ear where my friends are all playing on PlayStation? Oh. I'm thinking... Okay. We're all yeah, turning I'm, to uh, Debbie Downers. <laughs> but it, this is only hurting Google themselves because I have I could get this on my PS4. I want it on Stadia, but because I don't know when it's going to when it's coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. this yeah, this is FIFA. Just tell me when it's coming. Is one I genuinely want on Stadia yeah. because I don't I don't need the disc version because again it's just an annualized game. It doesn't really change that yeah. much year on year. I just want to play the, the new game. I didn't buy last year's it, FIFA, so I'm, I'm I'm ready for that next purchase. And yeah, yeah, FIFA is one of them games. I'll jump in every now and again, play a couple of matches through a career mode. So it's one I don't like changing the disc all the time because it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, but I'd also like to play it on my phone. I can't do that on PlayStation, and that's why Stadia, the literal Stadia selling point, is selling me on buying it on Stadia. And yeah. now we're a few days out from launch, and I don't know if I can buy it yet. And th- these messages need to be clarified. It's no good just dropping it on a random Tuesday in the middle of November when it launched yeah. several weeks earlier everywhere else. Get get with it. Even if it was the end of the month, that's fine. Just tell me when. Yeah. But 
Do we still think we're getting Cyberpunk this year, gentlemen, with all this crunch stories yeah. going around? You th- um, think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing the whole thing that came up with, with CD Projekt Red was, yes, they were increasing their work hours, but it was because they didn't want to delay the game any further. For other platforms, so I think, though. It's you know? coming, it's coming. I can't lose faith. I they've, cannot lose faith. They've actually already, haven't they already shipped it to um, be printed? to CDs and stuff, to the Blu-rays and stuff already. And this is why the crunch is happening now. Because they still need to get that, basically that day one patch sorted. Mm, I don't know. They also can't really afford another delay. But aside from that, remember, we haven't got a concrete date for... I can honestly, I'm getting to the point where I feel like Stadia is going to get bumped to 2021. It can't. I I can't. I can't be negative about that point. I have to be positive. I have to remain positive. We are getting Cyberpunk in 2020. We're getting yeah, I, I'm I'm optimistic. I think the reason we're not hearing anything is because Stadia sent like to shadow drop absolutely everything, regardless how. Hey, if FIFA twenty one <laughs> drops, if FIFA twenty one drops on Tuesday, brilliant! Like, absolutely. it wouldn't surprise me. It generally wouldn't surprise. It wouldn't surprise me if in the blog post on Tuesday, it's like FIFA twenty one's out now. Hey there, sports fans! <laughs> hey, sports fans! Do you like soccer? <laughs> but it also wouldn't surprise me if they went. It's coming next month. Like. I could also see them just say nothing, and it comes yeah. and goes yeah. everywhere else. But uh, I feel like a title like FIFA, or, or I mean, Madden's already out, and we haven't got Madden. FIFA's, one, yeah. FIFA's one that should be FIFA and Madden. These ones that should be shouting from the rooftops yeah. out because there's a very se- I mean, big section of gamers who they only play that one game every year. They did it. They did plenty of it for PGA 2K21. They did yeah. plenty of it for that. So, well, what? Exactly. How, many people, Give me how many people have consoles in their living room only to play FIFA every year? Yeah, exactly. This but, is perfect for Stadia. That's a market well, that, that you can take. Yeah, that's why I want it. And I'll tell you what else I want, ladies and gentlemen. I want an ice cream. Ever since Tom's uh, ice cream fan <laughs> noise went through, I really fancied an ice cream. Something nice and cool to chill me down from getting too stressed about these release dates that we don't know about on Stadia. But that has been your news for the week. And that has been the Sounds of Stadia podcast, episode number 54, where myself, Chris, Tom and Richie bring you all the news wrapped up and condensed down into an hour or so show. Uh, we've covered off quite a lot of this week, gentlemen. Games, devices future plans and roadmaps but i tell you what you may not have the release date but we can guarantee you that next week episode 55 will be coming to you on the 10th of october lock it in now there will be no crunch there will be no delays we'll come to you as always i said the 10th that's the day we record it i actually mean the 12th (laughs) the 12th so communication issues aside thank you everyone for stopping by this week don't forget to go and check out (laughs) just like stadia (laughs) don't forget to check out our dead by daylight stream where we tested out crowd choice and a couple of the other videos we've been been working on as well behind the scenes and don't forget to join us this thursday for our community live stream where we join you and play some games as well because we've got a lot of variety we need to settle on what we want to play this week everybody but thanks for stopping by my name's been chris i'm going back to bed i've been richie (laughs) we've been sounds of stadia take care everyone have a great week bye bye Ice cream jingle, ice cream jingle. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>